You are listening to This Week with Kate. I'm Kate. I'm Mark. And we're glad to have you listening with us. Sure are. I'm feeling better this week. Yes. Not coughing. That's very good. So last time we left it where I said I was going to talk about Firefox and Chrome and IE, which are three of the main browsers that you can get to the internet with. Hopefully people that are listening know what that is. And you were, were going to talk about how it helps you shop or something like that? How they can help you shopping or what there was something something regarding shopping with the browsers. I don't know. You don't remember? No. Now you totally threw me. Okay. I thought <laughs> I thought you said there were there was something in those browsers that you were going to talk about about how people could, you know, easily shop or how it could help you shop. But what were you going to talk about today if I'm missing the point from last week? Well, I have constantly been switching browsers because for one way or another, I used to be always with Internet Explorer, even though other people would yell at me and say Internet Explorer is not good because it helped you get... Um, a different virus or uh, it had holes in it, which I really didn't understand what holes meant. But um, the reason I switched to go to Firefox was because they switched from version seven to version eight. And I didn't like it because it kept having so many things, security things now because of their holes for security. So now it just kept asking me constantly, do you, are you sure you want this? Are you sure you want to do this? And I couldn't take it. So I then went into Firefox, which I liked for a very long time until I got Chrome. And now I love Chrome. And I love it because it doesn't ask you for very many things. It doesn't, it's very, very simplistic. And it doesn't ask you, um, do you, are you sure you want to save this setting on your way out? Are you sure? And then when you're on your way in, do you want to have the setting from last time, which some people may like, they may want to save their tabs and that type of thing. But um, I just wanted something very simple. And if you want something very simple and very fast, I think Chrome is it. Do you know if it's possible to do those things with the settings? Um, there are all kinds of add-ons to uh, Chrome, which are basically the same kind of add-ons that you can use in Firefox. Uh, so basically, just about anything that you would like to do, they create an add-on for. Okay. And um, I've I've just used maybe two or three. Um, for example, I don't like when you... Put, start a new tab that it just starts with nothingness. Mm-hmm. I like it to start with something. I happen to like Google right. to come on immediately. So there's an add-on that you can get that will allow it to start with whatever page that you like. Okay. So um, that I put that add-on and maybe one other and that's it. And I really like it. Um, I think maybe that I was talking last week, um, possibly about just trying to structure your bookmarks um, for shopping or, and or trying to pay your bills um, in different 
file folders. Okay. And I'm not sure if people do that because I was talking to someone where I work mm. and uh, about paying her bills and she didn't do this, which I maybe I just took it for granted that everybody would do this. And I put uh, everything that I have to pay, all my credit cards, um, at which I pay online, and uh, my uh, car, everything I do, and I just put it in a folder called money so that it's not just uh, a whole long list of bookmarks there and you're trying to find the bookmark maybe by what you call it, maybe by Citibank or BMW or whatever, you put it under one folder name and I call it money, which anybody, you could call it whatever you want. So I call it money and then I go once a week or once every two weeks when I get paid, I click on the money folder and then there is a short list, thank goodness, um, a short list of what I have to pay, the de the various credit cards and my car. Okay, and so rather than having to search through them all, right. you just have them into all of those items in one folder. Right, I find that very helpful. And it also is the same type of idea with shopping. Okay. So I have a folder that's called shop. And so anytime- Can you delete that folder, please? Yeah. <laughs> anytime I find a shopping site like Rulala, which I was talking about last week, right? Um, or Macy's or whatever, um, I also have like a, a site I buy from for uh, my vitamins. I put that under shop. And so um, it I find it very helpful because, you know, like say vitamins, I might only buy vitamins once every couple months. And then it's instead of thinking what was the name of that store or the name of that web address, it's under shop. Although you could go to make it more like medical things. That's what I was gonna ask. Right, instead of just shop, because shop tends to get long. Because you could do subfolders underneath shop. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like the subfolder thing, which no. you, I'm sure, do yeah. with your subfolders, because then you're not finding anything. And then I'm, I think you can search. I was gonna say, that'd yeah, be you great. can. Yeah, you can search. So, um, but I just find that very, very helpful. And um, so anyhow, I just wanted to say that if you wanted a very simplistic browser, I found Chrome to be really good if you wanted to try it out. Um, I think it's it's just part of Google, part of their family um, of a lot of different uh, things that they use. And so if you just go to google.com, uh, you can go and find Chrome there for a free download. It's I think free. One, I think one of the things I liked about Chrome was um, different from Firefox and IE and really almost any of the browsers I've tried, Opera and so forth, is that if I went to where I put in a normal website address, mm -hmm. I could actually, in Chrome, like I could type a couple words and it acted like their search bar. Yes, yes. So, because sometimes you get confused and people put search words in where the URL is and then they're like, why isn't this coming up? Right, and I forgot about that. And that I was, think I taught you that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I think that was probably the biggest reason why I tend to use oh, Chrome. It's, it's just I don't fabulous. use it. I think I still use Firefox more than Chrome. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, well, you might have bookmarks in there. No, I just kind of like it's Chrome is just 
too easy, I guess. <laughs> it's like too simplistic. I, I, I need to use it more, but I, I you know, because I did build the websites and so forth, mm. I use, you know, all of them at uh, different times anyhow. Right. But I, I think I tend to use Firefox uh, more, but like I use that product, uh, which is a plug-in type of thing for um, uh, Firebug. And they had that for uh, Firefox, uh-huh. which which allows you, if you're a developer, you can right click and see the code just for a certain piece. Okay. But then they came out with it for Chrome, so so I can use it for either. So I'm okay. All right. Yep. So next thing. I'm sorry. No, that's I'm fine. digressing. <laughs> that's okay. All right. So on to another topic. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about this week was my iPad, oh. which I absolutely love. Um, but you were getting upset. I was getting so upset this week. I was almost actually physically tearing my hair out because I started uh, with the whole reading situation because I love to read. Love, love, love. Well, you started with Kindle. I started with the Kindle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I would like it, but I really did. And... Um, I used it for over a year and it started cracking somewhat because it really was my own fault. I It fell a couple of times. <laughs> so it didn't just crack. No, 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 no. It was my fault. Okay. And they had um, the one that I had was like the, I think it was the second version of Kindle okay. and it has a, like a little mouse type of thing, um, mm-hmm. a joystick. Right. And that started to crack. And um, that's how you get to the various menus. Okay. And so I was trying to think, okay, I'm going to buy a new Kindle, uh, a new Kindle mm-hmm. or an iPad, which had just come out maybe six months prior. Okay. But of course, one was about $170 and one was approximately a thousand mm. because of all the various things I'd want in the iPad. It, it ratcheted up to about a thousand dollars. Sure. So I ended up getting the iPad because I thought this is fabulous because you can just get on the internet or read at the same time. So you can just do much more things. I also have an iPhone, so I'm very, very familiar with what an iPad can do. Now, did did the iPad being a larger screen bring any benefit? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is larger, not tremendously larger than the kindle really but um it is a little bit larger but they also have a large kindle so um i'm not sure of the exact dimensions Mm. but um i end anyhow i ended up getting the ipad okay um so the reason that you can get the ipad is because the amazon um makes which makes the kindle is an amazon kindle i buy all my books and i've been buying all my books through amazon which is a a fabulous fabulous way to buy books um if you just want regular um, hardback books um anyhow because there's so everybody puts in what they think about the book yeah and so it's an easy way to say okay i'd like to get a new author or a new book and it just it, it enables you to read um, much more easily and to find new authors. So um, I really like Amazon and they put out an app for the iPad or iPhone and it 
just enables you to read on the iPad. It just opens it up and it looks just like the Kindle, except for the fact that there's this backlighting so you could read in the dark, Okay, which is really nice, which you can't do on the Kindle. And one of the things that Kindle has in their... Um, in their advertising on TV is the fact that they can, you can use it to read out in the sunlight, mm -hmm. which I'm not going to read it in the sunlight. So I didn't care about that. Okay. All right. So this you can read at night, which is great. You didn't have to have anything, any kind of light. Now I know that the Kindle just recently or whatever came out with that light um, on the Kindle so that you can read. Well, you have to. Room. Well, you have to buy a, a light a for case, it. Right. A case, right? A case or or some kind of a light. Right. But it's. Um, I don't think it's made by Kindle. Um, there's all different kinds. Okay. It might be made by Kindle, but there's there's thousands and thousands of cases that you can buy. But I've heard good things about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's okay, but it's not the same as reading on the iPad. Right. But it depends what you like. I happened, I, I've tried both and I like the iPad reading better just for me. Okay. So, um, anyway, I was perfectly content. Everything's going well, except for the fact that this past week I read that, uh, Apple may decide, well, they definitely did decide that, um, any, any apps that for like Amazon need to be give part of the money that they're charging to Apple. Get out of here. No, because Sony wanted to put Sony's app um for their own reader on the um uh, on the iPad and Apple declined. They said no, you can't have your app on our iPad. So um I'm just afraid because what happens is you're on the iPad Right. And you can buy the book on your computer or you can go to the iPad through the Internet and go to Amazon site and buy your book and say, download it to my iPad. OK. All right. Mm -hmm. And you can still read the book on a computer, though. You can read it in both places and it syncs. OK. So it's really, really nice. Great. Yeah. But so any kind Apple is now saying any any app that you can buy something like this book outside of the app okay which is like the um, Amazon so you can buy a book outside of the app you can go to the website and buy the book mm -hmm. so you don't have it by doing that you're not paying Apple any money okay you the book says like $9.99 Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to the website, Amazon's website, and you buy the book for $9.99 and it downloads it to the iPad. Apple doesn't get any money. Mm -hmm. What it wants is when you buy something through iTunes, it wants everybody to buy all of their stuff through iTunes. That means they get a cut. I think they get as much as 30%. Hmm. So now the book is going to have to be more money because Amazon's not going to want to make less money. Wow. And is, Amaz is Amaz Amazon going to play this? And all of a sudden now I spent $1,000 on this iPad. I can't bring it back now. I've had it for months. Hmm. And so now am I going to have to first go and buy a Kindle again to read my Amazon books? 
because Apple's going to block. I don't Amazon? know. I don't know if Amazon would uh, would Apple now block it if they don't play the way they the way Apple wants them to. I don't know. Mm. So I was just going crazy. So they're changing the game. They're changing the game once it's already been established. Wow. So that's why I was going really crazy. So I called Apple and I started bitching and screaming. And of course, it was a very nice woman on the other end. And it's not her fault. And she couldn't do anything. But I just said, you know, could you let somebody know maybe that somebody called and complained? So the only way that you can get um, a complaint through is by going to their Apple website. And then you do it slash feedback, the word feedback. And then there's a form there. And so that's what I did. And I filled out the form and I put this whole lengthy thing of basically what I just told you guys. And I said, I would really appreciate a call. I put my phone number in there and I and you know, and they, they asked for your um, email address. And I said an email or a phone call to explain to me what you're going to do because, you know, I was very upset because I love the iPad. I, I love it because I'm able to just, you know, go into the uh, web. Um, it works. Mine works with Wi-Fi or uh, as like a 3G thing. So which you have to pay for separately. But, you know, either way, you can go onto the web and you can read and it's just a really, really nice thing. And you could do so many more other things with the iPad also, which, you know, like getting your weather forecast or there's all these little apps. Right. So um, like the iPhone, like the iPhone or different things. So the thing is, if they if this comes to pass and I can't read anymore um, or it let's say it's substantially more, let's say it's going to cost fifteen dollars if you read it through iPad or it's only $10 if you read it through the Kindle. I wonder if they would separate it. They might just you know increase what I mean? both sides. They might know. increase both sides. But if they separate it, it's uh, it might be worth it to buy the Kindle again. Right. And say, well, so long to the iPad or just to use the iPad now, you know, separately for just going on the internet. But then you can't read in the bathroom anymore. Yeah. Well, I can read the web stuff. You have to turn the light on. Yeah, I'd have to turn the light on. <laughs> so that's why that was my rant of this week. Wow. Yeah, I was very upset. But they, of course, they never called me or emailed me. No? No. Not even jobs? No. I guess he has his own problems, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what is the problem is. Yeah, he's, he's been out? out. Yeah, he's out. Oh, he's been out. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is, but he's out. Didn't look good. No, he's. He's very thin. Yeah. What can you do? Mm. Something's wrong. Kidneys aren't working right or something. Mm. Yeah. All right. I just hit pause and we uh, jump back here. Yeah, hello. We're back. <laughs> so, all right. Off with my rant. Back to more fun things. Okay. Um, another fun topic is Twitter, although I like to say the Twitter. Just, I don't you know just why. Found it? Well, basically, um, I had asked Mark what because he was using Twitter, what he was using Twitter for, because I really just didn't get it. Like, what the heck is Twitter? And so he was explaining it to me somewhat, but I still didn't really get it. 
Um, he uses it in his business and he has different people that follow him and then he will tweet them and it's um, like 150 characters. 140. 140 characters of different words and then he'll say, um, I'm having a special this month and please get your things to me as soon as possible and I will give you $50 off or I well, don't know. A lot of times I just have, might even just have questions. Right. And I post a question out there and then some of the people who I follow and follow me and they can answer back and, right. and then they ask a question and I answer them and it's just back and forth. Right. So I just didn't understand what the heck I would use it for. Mm -hmm. So I I opened an account, which is free, on Twitter.com, mm -hmm. which is was relatively easy as long as you remember your username and password, which don't even get me into that. <laughs> how many passwords I have to have a password keeper where I have to keep all my passwords, but that's for another time. So I was like, all right, I got to follow other people to set, to, to hear what they're saying. Right. Right. But who am I going to follow? That's going to have something interesting that I'm going to even want to read. But so, you found something. Yes. Well, I started off with, I started off with, news because I like news. Right. So like CBS, ABC, um, NBC, um, CNN, they all have their various news feeds. And I guess the ver other people um, have it, the people that work for them, their correspondents um, each have separate ones. So you can read, um, I think you can, you, you just click on follow. It's, it's like really simple. Once you, you can like search for a person, like you just search for news or search for CBS and then it'll tell you, and then you can cl just click on follow, and then you can read the various things to see if it's interesting or uninteresting. And then just as simple, like if it's like, oh, this is really boring, you click on unfollow and it takes it off. That's great. Yeah, so that was pretty simple. So then um, another thing that's uh, another nice feature is um, I found uh, this one guy, Borowitz. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a comedian. He's basically he's not from <laughs> No, I don't know. No, he's an American. American. But um he's very more like not like a comedian, but more like ironic, witty sayings. And he'll take the news and he just says something really funny about it. Okay. And I really like that a lot. Right, so right. I put him down and then on his it shows you who he's following. So it it goes in turn like if you like him right. then maybe you like the people that he's following okay so that's how you get more and more people um and i figured maybe like e online or ew entertainment weekly something like that but i don't know sometimes they had things on where it was just like stupid i you know it's like like i think e online Every five seconds, it wasn't every five seconds. About like every five minutes, they would they would just say something, and it it just became nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. It's like you know, tell me when something's actually happening in the entertainment world. Not like I don't need to hear every five seconds. I think this might be, or you know, I don't want to hear. I think this might be. Tell me when something is happening. It's it's e online is. You know, you would think it is more a news oriented of entertainment. But I, you know, I'd like to they probably don't do it, but could you imagine if the paparazzi were on Twitter and they were like, Oh, 
They uh, have twit pics. What's that? I found that <laughs> out. They have twit pics, which is like Twitter for pictures. Okay. And so you can see um, like pictures that people post. You can post pictures. I oh. guess it must be small. Um, so you, it's like just small pictures that pick people post and oh, you can just okay. view their pictures. So it's called twit pics. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I saw pictures of some on somebody I was following. So I clicked on one and it, it went right to twit pics. Wow. Yeah. So I found that out this week too. If for those of you that don't know that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I really like that. Now, here's where this really crazy thing happened to me, which you know, oh, because I, I was screaming about this one. Oh, okay. It's not really a rant, but hopefully it won't turn into that. Okay. Probably most people have heard, I think, about WikiLeaks. Um, it's W-I-K-I, WikiLeaks. And they, um, they are a website where if you want to leak information, um, it is they will take your information supposedly they check it out to make sure that it is genuine and not just of something that you're making up okay so they had um i don't know 250,000 or something cables from um different embassies from one like the United States embassy to uh the, an Arabic embassy and what they actually said. They, if you click on it, you can see the actual wording of um, for people that you know in our in the United States government and what they actually said in these cables. Mm. So of course, the United States got very very upset. Right. So I thought, well, then they had a Twitter feed. So I thought, well, that sounded interesting to 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 see what was going on about that because right. it was in the news, right? So that was the first one that I put on. So I think it was about a week. They have tons and tons of stuff, by the way, um, if you ever want to follow them. Um, it That's like constant, constant stuff um, flowing out of their Twitter feed. So then I get this after like a week. Well, and they're, it's like, by the way, the United States government has put out a, um, I can't think of the word, um, Subpoena? Or yeah, a subpoena on all the people that are following WikiLeaks on Twitter. Really? I was going crazy, screaming. You've, oh, yeah, you were trying to get off. And you were like, how do I get off this thing? I was like, you've got to be kidding. I just had gone on a week before just to get information about it because I thought it was interesting. And now I'm thinking they're going to subpoena me that what I know about WikiLeaks. So that then they and then the next thing came out the next Twitter of well just so you know even if you try to get off of it now and you say unfollow on Twitter it doesn't matter it's too late. <laughs> so I don't but I don't know when they picked you know the Twitter feed from because I had only been on like a week. I was just going crazy because you know this is nuts. I'm just going for information about WikiLeaks <laughs> and now I'm going to be subpoenaed and I'm going to have to go to Washington. And miss a day's work. Yeah, well, darn. <laughs> but that was like really crazy. So I'm still on, you know, their thing. Good. 
and um, just I've just been put on. Um, oh, Roger Ebert, mm. very cool. Roger Ebert for people that don't know, he's a movie critic, and um, if you go to RogerEbert.com, he has very uh, really good information about like any movie, past movies, present movies, future movies. Very, very good. Very all kinds of information about it. Um, reviews, really good stuff. And so he has a Twitter feed, and the Twitter feed that he has isn't just about movies. Well, I mean, I guess most of it is. Right. But he'll tell you all kinds of other things that he's just thinking. And one of the things that came through after I put him on my Twitter feed was about Egypt. Um, hopefully, most people know about Egypt at this point. Um, about all the goings on and they're having a lot of problems there, which is it's just been in the news the past this past week, this week with Kate. <laughs> so yeah, if you're listening to this feed, uh, this podcast, uh, today is what February sixth, yeah. two thousand eleven. Yeah. So so you know this way you'll know if it's not in the news mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, this past week it was just crazily in the news. Um, I think it's been 11 or 12 days now mm. um, that they're trying to get rid of their president. So anyhow, uh, Roger Ebert was talking about um, Egypt on his Twitter feed and different um, things. And oh, well, I remember now one of the things he had was one of his friends who was a young movie critic was in Egypt mm-hmm. and he wrote him a letter Um, the guy in Egypt wrote Roger a letter about what was going on and how um, he had gone to, uh, for example, a mall like once a week his whole life. Right. Just like we would go to a mall. Yes, in Egypt. Just like we would go to a mall in America. And because of the looters and what had happened, the mall was now basically uh, burned down and there all the stores were gone and, you know, there was no more, it wasn't a mall anymore. Hmm. And just talking about that and what was going on and um, all the looting and how they really had to protect their homes and because the police weren't doing it. So it was just very, very interesting perspective, um, which you're not really getting on the news. Right. So that was from Roger Ebert. So now I'm finding a lot of good information on Twitter and a use for it. Okay. So I highly recommend it for people out there um, if you're interested. But um, one of the thing things was uh, I thought, well, I have to go on my computer to read it and go on Twitter.com. But um, what a lot of people do is they get the um, Twitter feed to go on their phone mm-hmm. um, with these SAS messages, which is like texting. Okay. But I don't recommend that because it was- SMS. SMS. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was constant. It was a constant pinging of of these messages coming right, through. Right, right, So it was too much. And plus it was using up my battery really, really bad. So um, I found Twitter has an app for your phone. Okay. Um, it has for the iPhone, but I'm sure various phones, there's every phone probably it has an app for. Right. And so this way you can just click on your phone when you're bored at work and you just go in and all the message feeds together um, are there. And you can just read down and you see it very easily. Um, 
It's kind of like looking through your emails. Yes, and it has icons next to it, um, which show you, you know, like say for example, E Online or Roger Ebert's little picture, and you can see, you know, who it's who it's coming from. Right, that's so cool. So I highly recommend that if you want to use it on your phone. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. So right. that's my information for this week and my rants. Okay. And um, you know, it'd be nice if you come and see me on my thisweekwithkate.com on the internet and I have just a little blurb there about this week with Kate and about me and um, I will say um, what what I talked about on the uh, podcast this week so you know if you don't want to listen to the whole thing you can read a little bit about it okay and we also have our uh, feedback uh, phone line if somebody would like to call in and leave a message or uh, an idea for, uh, you know, one of our episodes coming up. They that can would call be nice. 1-856-491-4972, which is on the website, or they can email uh, feedback at thisweekwithkate.com. That would be nice, too. And um, that's about it. Yes. So we'll see everybody next week. Yes, please come back. We really appreciate you listening. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.